right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Losers and germs. Welcome back. Sup? Feeling fancy. Sitting on my left, returning to the podcast for the first time in a couple months, my older brother, Jesse Piff. Jesse, say hi to the people. Hey, do it. How you do it? How you do it? How you do it? So, uh, let's just let's just get right into it. In the last couple months since you were on the show, you uh, were coaching uh, youth lacrosse. Talk about that. Whoa. That was, like, a whole endeavor. Like, you know, and, like, a bunch of my other friends that are really close to me know, like, I went off the grid, like, completely, like, ain't nobody seen me and shit. But, like, I love it, man. I love coaching. I've been coaching for, like, 10 years now, basketball and lacrosse. Um Coached my son for the first time. That was that was interesting. Coaching six year olds, that was crazy. Like I usually I'm used to coaching like high schoolers and stuff like that. You got like fully functional brains and shit like that. Like and these little kids are running around and like they're just like, oh look at the grass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so can you concentrate on the the goal? Right. The goal. Please, please move forward. You but have it, the ball. Pick the ball up. Don't put it down. I thought it was gonna be very frustrating, but it was actually just it was the most fun I had coaching coaching them. Um, I actually coached th- four programs this year. I started a program at my old middle school, and I'm coaching back at my old high school. Um, yeah, and I coached a club program. We went to New York, went to Lake George, went to Vermont, New, Jan- uh, New Hampshire, and shit. It was dope. Yeah, and now I'm back. <laughs> Tight. Uh, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be performing uh, eventually, right? September 10th. September 10th. Yeah, Lit Fest. That's gonna be your first. Uh, that'll be the, that'll be the first the- one, man. Yeah, that's that's gonna be tight. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm gonna nervous. share that and promote that as the as the moment gets closer. But when I saw that, I was very excited because I know Slitty tried holding that event twice yeah. this summer. The one that got canceled. So, yeah. Uh, uh, this one, yeah, this one's gonna. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. I'm gonna rage so fucking hard. Yeah, he said it so many times to me, and I'm like, all right, bro, we just gonna do it. We do it. Bro. Like I'm I'm with it, man. Slitty's my dog. I talk to him on a daily anyway, so we was gonna get something done. I was talking to him about trying to set up a pod for next week, but Ooh. see what happens. He's always busy. I'm talking to Scribe. I'm talking to Scribe later this week, actually. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. We're going to be recording on um at, at Seven Keys. Oh, okay. Me and him, um, we're going to start playing ball more often. Maybe we'll get some, uh, we'll link it into like a video series or some shit. <laughs> see it as well. That's old man on the court. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely, I'll definitely film some of that if you want to. I'll uh, try to make something out of that. Always, man. This content, content, is content. You dig? I just said the same thing. To, I just said the same thing to Beanstack yesterday. I think that was you living in the back of my head somewhere. Because <laughs> he was like, "Go check out my mixtape. It's like two or three years old now." And I was just like, "Yo, content's content." Exactly. Yo. <laughs> it just slid out of my face. Bro. Oh man. So. I'm dehydrated. It's been warm the last couple of days. I'm always dehydrated. I feel like I'm in like a lose a lifetime losing race with dehydration. Yep. It doesn't matter how much water I drink. I can't keep up with it on the daily. Yeah. I can't. Whenever I'm like, whenever I'm uh, I forgot this chair does things. Like whenever I'm working, I'm like I'm sweating, sweating hard, like sweating Ooh. faster than I can like replace it. So sometimes I just get headaches because of that, just because I've been like you know trying to replace right. water and salt all and day. You're just moving it. 
it's it's not. It's just going out way faster than it's coming back in. Losing battle. Yeah. Plus, I've also been like working out more recently because like I saw myself in the mirror at one point. I was like, oh no, that's oh, so not. You're like double fucking yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be wrong. I feel I feel good for like staying active. I think like, yeah. staying active in addition to working is definitely like helping me like feel like I'm in a better state of mind or whatever. But yeah, it is. It is a lot of like exertion. Yeah. Like, you're like I'm sweating often. You're lot. like I'm looking better. I'm I'm feeling better, but I also feel lightheaded a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm way there, bro. Like I'll get up now. I try and drink water and orange juice, not at the same time because I think that's gross. But some people like it together. <clears throat> my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I can't even have ice cubes in my orange juice, but I have to have like ice cold orange juice in the morning, and then I drink some water. I do like uh, I do like a good glass of orange juice for some breakfast. I also like a good glass of orange juice with a glass of tequila in it. <laughs> well, I know who has good breakfast. IHOP. Recently, we've been going to IHOP at work. I on our breaks. We got a break in uh, at like ten. Underrated, yeah, because like Denny's gets all the attention because like it's it's always open. It's the American classic, you know. Yeah, but, but IHOP is open a lot. Oh yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> and they, I can get steak and pancakes for breakfast. Same platter. I remember going on. to an IHOP one time after the club back in like oh, 2015 or something. I was like, "This place is open late." I didn't know that. We just went in and had some fucking uh, pancakes and shit. I was I was lit. We went in there with some like women we had met yeah. at the club, and I'm just in there eating chocolate chip pancakes. I'm like, I don't care about anything. I got my pancakes. Remember the, remember the IHOP debacle when they tried to change it to International House of Burger? That was funny. That seemed like a joke. And then they were like, "Y'all no, we were just." Messing with you guys. And we're like, you guys changed your menus in a couple of signs. Like, that's not. You spent money on this joke. <laughs> that didn't read well. <laughs> okay. Dwayne Johnson picking up Scott Eastwood <laughs> and holding him horizontal. In, in handcuffs, mind you. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> this, and this is what. This reminds. In the. In the uh, seventh movie, they introduce that character, Kurt Russell's character, and he says to Dominic Toretto, he's like, I am Mr. Nobody, just kind of like, I don't have a name, you know? And then in this movie, multiple times, Dwayne Johnson calls him Mr. Nobody, and it just sounds so goofy coming out of his mouth. Like, in in a moment, like, there's, like, a prison riot starts, and the door comes open, and, like, there's a, they show, like, a, you know, security camera, and he's, like, looking into it, he's like, no, Mr. Nobody, I'm not doing this. Was what? that Triple H? Maybe. That uh, did the, the, the notes, the throat slash? <laughs> it might have been the, yeah, I don't, oh, I don't know. Oh, it's Jason Statham is here. Yeah, all the action fighters are in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, and that's the other thing. In the seventh movie, they, like, put him in, like, some prison under the prison. And then in this one, he just has the cell right across from his sworn enemy. Did you see the escape? I have not, no. With, uh, uh, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, Stallone. No, I haven't. Oh, Escape Plan. I think that's what it's called. I've heard of it, but I there's, haven't seen there's it. There's three of them. Did you know that? They made three movies of that <laughs> in like a six-year span. They were like, they, yeah, we're cranking them out. They made three of the Expendables movies, speaking of Stallone, and the third one was finally three? a good movie. Isn't there like five of those? Expendables? I don't know. I only know of three. I'm pretty sure they kept going. I could be wrong. I, I could, but what I... What, I know there's a lot. A lot more than there should If be. there's more than that, I checked out after the third one, and in my opinion, the third one was the only good one. It was, like, finally a good movie. Like, I don't know what it was about the first and second ones. They had action scenes, but the action scenes were boring. They dragged on. Whereas the third one was actually, like, a decent movie with a decent pace, and, like, I kind of knew who everybody was, and... The thing is, it's, like, action movies with a bunch of action stars never really work out. 
Mm. It's kind of like need that like one guy who's just the supreme badass. Because you don't get enough camera time when there's so many guys out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Avengers movies are barely able to pull that shit off. Right. Like, I don't know how Infinity War had all those characters in it. <clears throat> and I still feel like I got plenty of time with each character. Yeah. Like, I didn't get too much. I didn't get too little. It kind of just got the right amount of time, I felt like. Yeah. They, they did a good job with that. Whatever happened to that director's cut that was supposed to come out, and it was supposed to be like two days long. I, man, I hope not. Infinity War <laughs> Infinity War is literally like a perfect movie. And when I say that, I don't mean that's like the best movie of all time or anything. I just mean like from beginning to end, I can't really think of anything that I would cut out or add to it to make it a better movie or to make me enjoy I it I can. More. One thing. They didn't have to make Vision look like such a bitch. For, they done built Vision up. From the age of Ultron. He should have gotten a movie. to. Sh- he should have gotten some time to show his full power. I agree with right, you. Right. Like, he was just a bitch the whole fucking but the reason, movie, Well, the bro. reason they had to handicap him is because okay. he could defeat Thanos. So, you know? when he was fighting motherfuckers, trying to keep them um, in Civil War, he was kicking every Avenger's ass. They could not, literally, not touch him except literally for just Wanda. Floating in the background, right. waiting to catch Walking people through people and shit. <laughs> One guy <laughs> stabs him. One guy stabs him with a regular knife, and 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 in in front of your way, and he's lost for the whole movie. I'm gonna guess it was some like I don't know some alien bullshit or something. You know, he, was, he was part of Thanos' crew, so. Bro, I don't want to hear Probably stole that. some, like, necromancing blade from some planet. Bro, he was whooping the Avengers' ass all by himself. Didn't even look like he was even trying. Mm, no, yeah, because he wasn't. He right. literally just floated in the background and went, wait, I'm going to stop that. Right. Wait, I'm going to stop you. <laughs> and then, like, cause especially because they, they made his death so overkill, like, you got to give the guy something to stand on. You gave every superhero something to stand on. Except oh, yeah. That and that, that, you know what? That broke my heart when I saw that, watching him die twice. Right. I remember when she... <coughs> that's what I mean. Like, for me, like, yeah, it's disappointing. But, like, it was emotionally disappointing the way it was, like, supposed to be. Like, Wanda killed him. She didn't want to kill him, and she did. She killed him in time so Thanos couldn't right. get and, him. Right. And in every other movie, that's the end of it. But then Thanos they were reverses like, time. Uh, and she and Vision has to feel himself die again, bro, in the most brutal way possible. That was some Comic Con shit, bro. Like <laughs> that was some definitely some. Everybody was like, "Yo, imagine if Thanos had reversed time and killed him again, and then the bad guy won." Like that was that's why everybody liked that shit because it didn't go as it was supposed to be going. I remember someone saying, "I make sure that I'm in the right distance from the mic here." I remember someone saying, "Um." What was it? I have someone I followed on Twitter at the time who was a writer. He said, every time Thanos gets a new stone, he uses the power from the previous one, and it's just bad writing. And it's like, no, that's just how these things go, bro. You're demanding logic out of a fucking comic book movie with space aliens. Like, right. And they did it their way. Of course he's going to use the power of the last stone he got. Right. Why wouldn't he? He has it now. Right, because every time he gets a stone, he has to like run away or do something else. And like he gets away, and then he goes on to the next Like, one Of course he's going to use the reality stone after he gets it. Right. He fucking has it now. And it's based on who he's fighting, too. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's obviously not going to use the reality stone when he's fighting Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange can fuck him up with that shit. But Doctor Strange and Infinity War is my favorite. That's, you know what? I wish we could have gotten a little bit more of the Doctor Strange powers. But <laughs> when, he did, at the end. when he did that shit where he split a hundred ways, 
I remember in theaters I went, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was for all the acid trippers. Watching, you know what, which is what the first Doctor Strange movie should have been. It should have been more psychedelic because yeah. if you read those comics, that's what the fuck is going on. It was yeah. made by a bunch of fucking tripping ass hippies who were living yeah. in, in New York. You it's because his name's Doctor Strange, man. Come on, <laughs> And, like, see, this guy, okay, so fucking Jason Statham, he just grabs a shotgun. It probably has beanbag shots in it, but, like, you know, he's killed multiple characters who we like. He's killed, you know, he tried to kill them in the last movie. And then in this movie, we're just supposed to be like, oh, he's friends now. We're his friends. Oh, they're in prison. That that solves everything, bro. Oh, yeah. They both fight their way out of it. And yeah. That, that makes it okay. Yeah. You're cool. I'm cool. Let's <laughs> not fight for now. But yeah, I, I loved seeing the Avengers movies uh, in, in theater because like every time I saw it was like it, I saw Infinity War twice both times it was like a sporting event like the audience was there like mm-hmm. even even during like the first time I went to Infinity War was like a month or two after it came out and we went uh, twice in that week and people were still like woo 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 no, we went like right away cuz my son wanted to go he yeah. wanted to see them all so we we went like week 1 or week 2 or some shit and everybody was still quiet in the theater yeah, for for me it was like a kind of like a last minute thing. I, I just remember I would like turn to my sister. I was like, "Do you guys want to go see Infinity?" Or I was gonna go see it by myself. That's right. I was like, "I want to see Infinity War, so I'm gonna go see it." And then my dad was like, oh, "Take your sisters. I'll pay for it." And I was like, "Cool. Yes. <laughs> Free tickets. Yes, Dad." <laughs> but then seeing fucking um, Endgame was awesome because the crowd was fucking. Woo, woo. It was like now this one was like being at an arena sporting event where the fucking home team is like coming from behind. Mm-hmm. Like it was fucking. Oh yeah, they was behind the ball the whole damn movie. Meant multiple times the audience would like cheer and we'd all be like, yes. Like when they brought in everyone yeah. and fucking. Like, yeah, when they bring the in, yeah, everybody Dude, goes nuts woo! for that that and then part. Fucking Captain America goes assemble, and then Thor yells, and the whole audience goes yeah. <laughs> I How remember, you do it? I remember when I was watching that movie, thinking I'm never gonna have a movie going experience like this again. No, I was trying as hard as I could to enjoy it, just living in that moment. My buddy said that um, the Black Widow movie is pretty good. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I don't. I, after After Endgame, I remember thinking like, okay, this has been going on for like 11 years now. I've watched them all the way through. At this point, it's at this point. There's no real storyline anymore. It's just gonna kind of keep branching off into different yeah. places, like the comics, you know. Yeah. And that's the reason I don't keep up with comics because they just they go oh, off in so many directions. Too much for me to take to yeah, keep track of. I get you know? that. I get that. So it's not sure. like I don't like the characters or the, anything. It's just that you know there's gonna be small references to other things that I didn't see, and you know even though I'll be able to enjoy these properties on their own. Knowing that I'm missing out on something is gonna like leave a small hole in me, as as a as a uh, as a nerd and as like a. No, nah, I feel that I feel like I if I would like something, I like to like everything about it. And there's just too much Marvel shit now. Yeah. There's just too much. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all Disney now, right? Yeah. The world runs on Disney. Ah, uh, jeez, the fucking. I was just talking about the new Star Wars movie with someone. I haven't seen it, but it just seemed like it didn't seem like a movie to me. It just seemed like a calculated PR move. The Rise of Skywalker. I haven't seen that. Because there was the Last Jedi, and like I actually liked the Last Jedi, but there was a lot of like negative fallout from that movie. And after that, Disney just I started seeing Disney do weird moves. To like try and deal with that, and I was like, "This next movie's not gonna be a movie." It's Disney's be a- just throwing shit at the dartboard and hoping it sticks, bro. 
and it, which is ridiculous because like they do have good properties and they do make good movies and they just put their mind to it. It doesn't matter. Like Christopher Robin, like that movie came out like 2018 Listen. or something. It's really good. It's a really fucking good movie, but nobody knows about Disney it. Disney stopped caring about making movies a long time ago because they have what's called name brand. Uh, what's it? Brand recognition. Brand recognition. There you go. Because. They could put out something like a Christopher Robin that we've all seen when we were kids, and then we we want to now see that shit with our kids, or you know what I mean. Growing up, they have a Simpsons, they have ESPN, they have fucking uh, what's it called, Marvel. They have so many different companies. They have Fox. Like mm. that's fucking crazy. You know what's Bro. funny is there was a um at one point the uh Disney did a design thing with Mickey Mouse that was a reference to. Uh, Joy Division's Unknown Pleasures album and um, Joy Division is a if you're a company like Disney it's not something you want to associate yourself with you know Joy Division is like overly sad sad all the time purposely using parallel like Nazi imagery for stuff and um, like it surprises me that it got us the design got as far as it did it never made it into like official i don't know if it was supposed to be like an advertisement thing or like a campaign thing or whatever there was just a design that they were doing mm. and it got through so many like levels and processes and then eventually someone went hey let's not do that let's not do a reference to that band there should be more people like that guy yeah like it almost <laughs> the thing almost got out into the public I look- it, it makes me wonder how like a company with like you know that so carefully like curates and tries to protect their their properties how you don't do any fucking research about that so many companies do that and that, i i laugh at it all the time i always point it out my buddy pointed it out to me he was like bro how did they how did a room full of grown-ups come to the conclusion that we should name a sports store dicks <laughs> how like, they didn't have any other names that were possible. Like, what could have went up against dicks and lost in that board meet? <laughs> yeah, I can't. What, what else? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't think of anything. I can't even think of anything funny. It's just all just on the nose bullshit. Like, I fucking, I don't know. Yeah, what's uh like we could all say kills? yeah like we could yeah <laughs> we could all say like oh be mature be mature be mature but sitting in a board meeting nobody raised their hand and said like yo people are gonna troll us for life if we do this that's so great they do a joke about that in bojack horseman at one point this director he's just going wild and he's just firing people for dumb shit and then at one point he's like does anybody else have any bright ideas and then todd our sweet innocent little todd he puts his hands up and he goes um what about this? And the director's like, what? Who said that? Who said that? You said that? I love you. I'm going to kiss your face. <laughs> <laughs> like the one person who spoke out against him and he's yeah. all like, this is my favorite guy. Right. <laughs> and then there used to be more people like that. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't care, man. Let's, let's call it dicks. But then they put DSG over everything. And Dick Sporting Goods. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's their new brand, DSG, DSG. Then when you're in, when I worked there, and when the managers talk about it, they say DSG, then they say Dicks. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. why do we call it this if nobody wants to be mature about it? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like everybody's like, oh, it's just a name. It's just a name. But like, come on, bro. Come on. And that's just one example. There's so many more. Yeah, like high school like high school uh, teachers who have to teach health class are like, really? You can't say Dicks? Right. <laughs> yeah. They're all like, yeah, come on, guys. 
Come on, guys. We're all we're all adults here. Yeah, we're all adults, and you guys chose that for your name of your business. I get it. The man's name might have been Richard, but why didn't they just call it Richards? Because there was already a Richards Deli or some shit like. All that. right, but it's Richards Sporting Goods. That's enough to get your own name. Yeah. There's nobody has the copyright on the name Richard. There's another white man in town with the name Richard. Right. And he was like, "Oh shit, we can't do Richard. Let's do Dick." <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. idea." Yeah, that'll show him. That'll, that'll show, show him. Ri- that'll show Richard's right. Deli. In five years, they'll shut down, and then we'll be able to rebrand. Richard's Deli was like, "Look at these dumb motherfuckers that they did shit dicks, <laughs> thinking they would." No, there's not enough room for two white people with the name Richard in this town. No, <laughs> one clearly <laughs> has to be Dick. Some people are real proud of that name, and like, I guess you know, you got you got to deal with the cards you were dealt. You know, and uh, <laughs> I just feel bad. For <laughs> That's got to be rough. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, what's the distinction? Like, <laughs> how do you determine if you're a Richard or a Dick? Yeah, right. You gotta have some <laughs> toughness about it if you're gonna go by the name Dick. Like, like cause they go, yeah, cause it's not like this. Oh, I call you Dick sometimes. It's like that's your name now. Yeah. Do your parents choose that? Do your right. parents start calling you that, or do you just one day be like, yeah, call me that? Why not? Yeah, call me Dick. Yeah, there's already another Richard in class. And do you so. get in trouble for, like, asking your parents to call you that if, like, they're not okay with that? Like, if they yeah. want you to be Richard, can you be like, yo, mom, call me dick. Go to your room, Richard. Go to your <laughs> fucking room. What is wrong with you? We don't say that in this house. It's my nick. No, it's not your nickname. If it was your... Fuck a nickname, Richard. <laughs> we gave you a great one. How about Rich? Okay. I'm, a. Uh... I'm trying to like plan things out. Oh yeah, that's, oh, sorry, that's your table. Feel free to have some of that candy if you want. By the way, there's a uh, chocolate covered peanuts and some uh, gummy sweet shit there. That Cumberland Farms candy actually hits. Does it? Yeah. I've been trying to add some stuff to like my oh. creative portfolio lately. Bro. Damn it, the battery's gonna die. Oh, oh fuck. no. Okay, that's all right. We're gonna keep this on the on the roll. In the fact, red bar of death. You know what? The video stopped recording a long time ago. <laughs> I was about to say, let the video show that I ate some gummies, but it didn't. <laughs> Entertain the people for a minute. Well, if you didn't know, on 420 this year, I dropped the EP called Stogie Bear EP. It's out on all streaming pl- platforms. Go check that shit out. Yeah, we got 30,000 feet up. That's out, too. And uh, and then we got Manny X, Supreme Scribe, um, on the on, 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 on the Stogie Bear EP. You know, go check them out. Those are my homies. I'll plug Scribe's album on his episode. <laughs> and then, uh, what's it called? Oh, I'm working on a new project called I'm Too Old for the Shit. Because <laughs> it's the truth, man. Getting there. there. We're gonna try and come out with some Stogie Bear gear for the fall too. More beanies. More beanies. Yeah, the beanies are dope. I like them. I want to get them in a different color. Oh, I'll buy a sweatshirt this time around, actually. I need to buy new sweatshirts. <laughs> my Stogies are getting up. I wear my Stogie Bear sweatshirts all the time. I wear them to work. I wear them to sleep. I wear them in bed. They're comfy. They're comfy, man. Back to you. Okay. 
<clears throat> oh, great. That one's got one bar, too. Oh, man. His batteries are shirt. <laughs> I'm bad at this. <laughs> oh, man. That's all right. We'll make the best of a bad situation. This this will be this will be fun to edit. Oh, there was worms in there too. It's just a smorgasbord. Yeah, there's like some bears and worms. That's not okay. <laughs> that, you can't do that to I, me, bro. They're both like, sweet. They're both sweet as fuck. I don't give a shit. I mean, they both taste the same practically. It's not like I mean, to me at least. I can't even have this conversation with you because <laughs> I've had so many other conversations with other people about like Skittles all tasting the same. Mm. I get. I don't know this because I don't eat chocolate, but I guess M and M's all taste the same. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't like chocolate. So uh, is that like a joke? It's like yes, all M and M's do taste the same. All M and M's do taste the same. Unless you're all talking chocolate. about the different varieties, like no, peanut mean, butter and shit like no, that. I mean, like in the pack. Yeah, each pack it all tastes the same. Like, <laughs> I keep telling people that all skills taste the same, and people don't believe me. So, like, so. but at my job, oh fuck, at my job, this break, no. You know, we fuck with people's heads all the time, and we make fruit chews, and people are like, oh, I want blue raspberry, for instance. Like, blue raspberry flavoring doesn't turn shit blue. You know what I mean? So, like, we could make it red. Mm-hmm. could tell you it's blue raspberry. And you just yeah. Have to deal with it. You, you know just buy mean? it. Or we could tell you it's cherry, and it's really blue raspberry, and you believe it because it's red. You know what I mean? So, who knows? Who knows? But these, yeah, these definitely all taste the same. I get in a lot of arguments. See, because (laughs) because it's like I think maybe because it's like Cumberland Farms candy, my brain's not being too discerning. It's just like what are these? Now that I haven't seen, that might be a dud of some kind. The hell is this? This is this is a thing. A thing. Yeah, that's a that's a sour smiley face or something. So he has a pimple and a nose. They buried all a the mole. sour smiley faces at the bottom. Put all the fucking bears at the top. You never seen like, a sour mix-up? That's and, cool. And put like four worms in the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the worms are. They're very, very sneaky. It's hide, hiding, in the, hiding in the dirt. That one was terrible, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a fire the other night, and this worm was just like, Crawling into the fire pit, oh. and in my mind, I'm like, there goes that worm. But yeah. then, like my friend, like she goes and saves it, and I'm like, oh my god, bro, this is why we're overpopulated. Yeah, <laughs> not like, everything needs to be saved. Some things need to be saved, but some things need to be taken out. Like spiders, I'll save. Like I just, nope. th- I, I think they do too much good in my nope. opinion. If they can, they can be alive in my book if they're outside mm. and not fucking with me. If they're fucking with me, gotta go. But, like, worms, I mean, like, yeah, worms, like, contribute to the dirt, I guess. But, like, I mean, what the fuck else, what the fuck you else know, do they do? You know how Winnie Pooh has that little rain cloud that follows him around and shit like that? You know, yeah. when he's sad and shit? Yep. Um, I feel like I have um, a spider cloud. <laughs> I feel like there's a spider that just walks around and makes webs that I walk into on a daily. I feel like I walk into more spider webs than anybody else. That's happened to me a couple times this year. Not as many as uh, not as many as it usually does. Like when I'm working outside and doing fertilization. I hate that feeling. Yeah, it's it. like fucking. All of a sudden, I'm like, what? Because you just feel like the spider was gonna be on it, and like now you're dead. My now sister, you're just dead. My sister has a huge spider web in the corner of her room. She's like, yeah, I meant to do something about it, but then it just got out of control. And you know what? There's a lot of flies in it. So as long as it stays over there, we're good. <laughs> It's just like in the corner, like at the window and shit. You remember Ray, Pachillo? Uh, 
Yes. Yep. All right. Yo, I used to hang out with him, right? And he, he had this porch at the back of his mom's house, right? We were hanging out there, and it was like one of those, like, uh, what's she called? Like the the netted por- por- porches so, like, bugs weren't supposed to get in and shit like that. Had a little door for the dogs and shit. But he had this Mosquito little. Tent he, or whatever. Yeah, he had, like, a little spider in the corner, and we would always smoke out there, and he said he would swat flies. With fly swatter and feed them to the spider. He'd throw them up in the fucking web and watch the spider come down and wrap them up and eat them and shit. That's bro. hilarious. The spider kept getting bigger and then one day one of our he dared one of our friends to like smash it with his hands and the kid walked up and just whoop, bang. Mm-mm. Rough. I would never. I could never. This this part of the movie this days of our lives bullshit is on Charlize Theron's like evil gene evil bad guy plane and he has his baby mama trapped she has his baby mama trapped in a glass box with their baby (laughs) and like vin diesel's trying to cry like everything about this is just weird this isn't a fast and furious movie what the fuck is this that's a dude for game of thrones yeah yeah yeah. uh the mountain or whatever yeah yeah the uh, dude with the red beard I ain't seen this Fast and Furious yet. I've been giving up on that. I just, yeah, like, I like I kind of like the seventh one, and then like I gave this one a chance, and I remember like watching it, and I watched it twice, and I liked it, but there was like that sinking feeling in my chest. And I just I don't know what it was, and then I watched the trailer for the new one, like after it after it uh. Don't they go to space? Yeah, that's what I heard. I was watching the trailer, and there's like a there's a literal space car in it. At one yeah. point, they're like wearing space suits, and they have they're in a car that has like a fucking jet much. engine. They dropped the car from like a plane. They've officially reached Friday the Thirteenth status. Yeah, because they sent Jason into space on the tenth one, and this is technically the tenth Fast and Furious. Yep, 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 yep. The new one is uh, yeah, because of that Hobbs and Shaw movie. No, because of Tokyo Drift. Well, no, there's nine of the main ones, but Hobbs and Shaw is a spinoff, so that's that's ten of them all together. But I'm saying there's no number for Tokyo Drift. They go Fast and Furious, and they go Too Fast, Too Furious, and then they go all the way up to nine. But Tokyo Drift is in there, and they don't put a number on that. Yeah, but there's no number for Fast and Furious, the fourth one as well. That one was so boring, everyone forgot about it. But I'm saying and they keep going. Yeah. Well, no, there's, 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 no, you're right. There's ten. The new one that came out is the tenth one. Yeah. I, I can ramble them all off. Fast and the uh, Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, the eighth, uh, Fate of the Furious, um, and Hobbs and Shaw, and then the ninth one. So that's ten. They just. <laughs> yeah, it got away from them. It really got away from them. You know, they've been doing this so long that if they had stopped, like around Fast and Furious 3 or 4, they could be on their way back to making remakes and making double the money that they're making now off of it. Yeah, they should have. They just never stopped. In my opinion, they should have stopped at the seventh one because the sixth one was really good. The sixth one is my favorite. Is that the Brazil one? The Brazil one. No, that's the fifth one. Yeah, I like, the sixth I like one is the, the one, one that takes place mostly in London and then goes to Spain for that one action scene. That's when they add Statham? No. St- uh, well, yes. He's a bad guy? In a post credit scene. He's not in the main movie. Oh, uh, the next one they add him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, in the sixth one, like, fucking, you know, Vin Diesel, like, jumps off the front of a moving car to grab Michelle yeah. Rodriguez out of midair, becomes Superman. Yeah. And... 
that that's the point that the franchise literally jumped the bridge, so to speak. Like, it, it was a, it was an amazing moment. It was awesome. The first time I was watching it, I remember my family was in the room. My mom literally stood up. She's like, "What the? What just happened? The- what?" <laughs> <laughs> Logic is wild. And I remember, like, I I literally I really enjoy the sixth one. And the seventh one, and it wasn't as good as it should have been because Paul Walker died halfway through, so they had to change some shit up as they were making it, and unfortunately the movie just, it isn't what it should be. Without Paul, it's hard. Still enjoyable. Yeah, because fucking in this one, he he's like the glue that held them together like on and off screen. Because in this one, everybody was like beefing all the time, and um, they their chemistry, the chemistry just seems off between everybody. Like... I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. Something just seems wrong. Like the characters are there and the actors are doing their parts, but they're not gelling. It's too many names, and the fact it's too much. It's too much history, bro. Like it's just like with Jason. Like by the time you get to number ten, you're like, what the fuck? Why are they sending him into space? <laughs> just because there's, there's nowhere left to go. Right. There's nothing left for us to do but space. Yeah, see, I like to. I think every now and again, you got to take it back to. You got to take it back to the to the basics, to like the original. They could have remade it already. <laughs> that first, that first Nightmare on Elm Street is a fucking great movie. Yeah, the remake is dope though. I haven't seen any of the rest of them. I, uh, that's a series I want to get into. I want to start watching. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy is dope, man. Like, I like Freddy the most. But like that first one is a great movie because it's not just an eighty slasher movie. Like, <sighs> yes, it it has some like things that would become tropes of the 80 slasher movie but it's like a, it's a, it's an artistic like endeavor like Wes Craven was a was an, an artist you know because he had that dream world aspect to it like he could only attack you when you were in your dreams and then he'd keep you up and awake until you couldn't wake back up again once you did fall asleep that gave it a little bit more of a chance that it could happen and that creates fear that creates true fear and the fact that the movie just spirals in on itself as far as the reality goes yeah. like why is freddy krueger affecting their reality yeah like why is he yeah and a, then he, a factor now and then their fear drives him so now it's like all right well if i get scared of this movie then like like if i'm gonna freddy's gonna come after me you know at what first I mean? he just pops up in your dreams and kills you in your dreams you know like one they, they, they get they're like the the guy watches her she's just i don't know floating around the room getting mm. stabbed or whatever but then like Freddy actually starts showing up in the real world to like affect these things, and it's it's just wild. Yeah, it's like a snowball effect, and like that you don't get from the other slasher movies. Like, yeah, you're you get the jump scares. I I really fucking hate jump scares. Not that like I'm like super afraid of them, hate them. Like I just mean like I just think they're just dumb. Like yeah, I know you have to have them, but like it doesn't make a movie scary by having a bunch of jump scares and some blood. You gotta do jump scares in an artistic way. There's a moment in the first Halloween movie that's a good jump scare. It doesn't have any extra sound or anything. No blimp. Yeah. Um, you just see the detective. He's like looking at something, and then you see a hand pop up on his shoulder, and it's a real quick cut to show who the character is, and the detective turns around all fast, yeah. and. It's it's not the the editing's not jarring or anything like that. There's no scary sound effect. It's just a real simple moment that's edited in the right way. That yeah. you go, whoa, hey, what? Yeah, like what <laughs> the fuck is that? And it because it, 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 but it worked for that scare. Like there's a lot of work going into you ever that s- one moment. You ever seen Thirteen Ghosts? Uh, I I have. I don't think I finished watching it. It's on. Um, but Thirteen Ghosts, I love that fucking movie. It's done so well. Like. 
as far as like fear based because it's all about like ghosts you know what I mean and like they're like, jumping out at you but they're not like there like the whole time it's just like you have to wear the special glasses in order to see them and shit mm. like it's it's dope I like the guy who's in that Matthew Lillard. Time. He's such a '90s actor. Like he was really good, but he's also just so '90s. I like him a lot. He's good. I liked him in um. I, I like I liked him in uh, what was that movie? Scream. He was really good in Scream. Yep. He was in a movie called um. SLC Punk. That he's was in without movie. a paddle. Without a paddle, that was enjoyable. Um, he's in another horror movie too. I want to say Scanners. I haven't seen Scanners. Um, I gotta see that one. He's in a bunch of shit, but yeah, you're right. He did a bunch of 90s shit. He's in Scooby-Doo. Oh, he was great. Pitch perfect Shaggy. Yeah, he was Shaggy. so perfect that they cast him as Shaggy in the various animated iterations for like 20 years after that. Yeah, like, yeah. he was just so good. Like, you're a Shaggy. You're, you're everybody's Shaggy. <laughs> that second movie was written by James Gunn. James Gunn, great, great writer-director of um, Guardians of the Galaxy. But, like, he also has, like, other stuff, like, uh, just going back to, like, the 2000s. Anyway, he wrote, like, Scooby-Doo 2. He didn't direct it, unfortunately. But, like, there's seeds for comedy in there. Like, there's really good stuff in there. Unfortunately, they just didn't get a good director to do it. Mm. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, he is what it is. Yeah. He, you know, although uh, James Gunn's first movie that he directed, Slither, very, very good. That's yeah, like that another horror good. movie. Yeah, that was you good. seen that one? Yeah, Dude, I good. fucking love that movie. Like, yeah. I'm, I've been writing, I've been like trying to like write stuff and like trying to like come up with like a horror movie. Um, I just started reworking a stalled script from like a year or two ago, and uh, I'm just kind of like going back through like my influences, and I'm being like, all right, like now, what do I want to do? Like, what kind of story do I want to tell? Mm. And just uh, trying trying to figure this shit out. That's one reason why I'm one reason why I thought of it. I like reality-based fear movies, things that could actually happen, but are not likely to happen. Like, I liked um, Contagion before, before the pandemic happened. <laughs> I thought that that was a really well put way to keep you into the movie. Like it killed you in like I don't know, like twenty-four hours or less, or some shit like that. Twelve hours or some shit. When the pandemic started, the first movie I watched, perp- like uh, one, like when it was like the first or second day of quarantine, I um put on Children of Men. It's a movie where like the human race has become sterile and like it's just there's no hope left. It's a police state. There's refugees and stuff like that trying to like get across borders and like the world's just fucked. And I remember <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a pandemic. The world's ending. I'm going to put this movie on and make myself nice and depressed. <laughs> yep. Let's just uh, add this one to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Literally, that movie ends on a boat. <laughs> it's so funny that you said that. You should watch that movie when you get a chance. It's fucking awesome. It's uh, directed by the same guy who directed uh, Gravity. Oh, I have a show for you, bro. Final Space. Final Space. Final Space. I've heard of that. I don't HBO know. Max. I'll have to check it out. It's on some Rick and Morty shit. It's not by Dan Harmon or anybody from Rick and Morty. It's actually by um, the executive producer on is Conan O'Brien. <coughs> it's a cartoon and it's it's hilarious. I'll just leave it at that. Like I fucking love it. I um <coughs> it made me want to get a cat. <laughs> I say this every time somebody brings up a. Uh, Rick and Morty, but because like Rick and Morty got me into like Dan Harmon and his creative world. But uh, Dan Harmon created Community, 
And um, and that's just like my favorite TV show of all time. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Rick and Morty, but Rick and Morty is a lot more. I don't want to say it's, it feels a little bit simpler than Community. Yeah. Like, did you watch the new episodes? I watch haven't watched the new episodes yet. You haven't um, watched any season? No, um, I just haven't. I haven't gotten around mm-hmm. to it. Um, I don't think I have Hulu or anything. I could just buy the shit on Vudu. That's what I did with the other ones. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch it on Cartoon Network. I've been watching it on YouTube. There's this dude that puts them up like the day after. Ah, uh, but it's it's weird. It's hard to watch, but it, I mean, <laughs> you get the episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So opposites. I finished that one too. I haven't watched that one. How is that? That's really good, especially the second season. The second season is. It's hilarious. I know Justin Roiland created that one. Yeah. Uh, he does a bunch, probably does a bunch of voices in it. The guy who does Rick and Morty. Yeah, you can tell because he does Rick in that in Solar Opposites. Is oh, Rick, he does he does his Rick voice. He does Rick voice for uh, the main guy. <laughs> he just uses the same voice. He's the same exact voice. It's the same voice. He just doesn't burp all the time. No, I I, I swear I'm a, I'm a, I'm a different character. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's the same family dynamic. It was like the the same between uh, Family Guy and American Dad. It's like that similar to each other. In my opinion, American Dad's like the funnier, more subversive show. Like Family Guy is like Family Guy's just been critiqued so long; it's been picked apart, man. Family Guy was genius. Yeah, no, 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 it is. But um, I think those first three seasons are really good, and then I think after that, American Dad kind of takes the flag. Um. I don't know what it is about those later seasons because I watched a bunch of them. I watched up until season ten. I, I know like the fr- I used to know the first ten seasons off the back of my hand. I used to be able to like think reference point. I know that joke. I know what episode. I know what season it is. But um, yeah, no, that happened to me too. Some like gritty shit flew into my mouth that, on that first hit. After that, it was fine. Yeah, sometimes they get caught in the fucking. <laughs> they be saying all big names. Ah, oh, god damn around. it! The fucking camera died. Do, 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 do. All right, let's take a tight forty-five while I charge these batteries. <laughs> <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a boom. Fast and the furious, and the furious. How it takes forty-five minutes to charge those batteries. Maybe if he's lucky. That's uh, I don't. I don't even care. I'm just leaving it all in. I don't give a fuck. I. Well, you have it plugged in now. Yep. It's we we're going. It's it's recording now. It's good. Batteries batteries on. Batteries good. See, like there was when this movie came out, like this the zombie car sequence. I don't know. I didn't think any of the action. I didn't think any of there weren't any fun scenes to me in this movie until the very end. That's that's another problem I have with it. That like. The, the the car based action scenes there's like not enough of them and they're like not good enough like you have to sit through the whole movie until the very end and then you get then you get some real then you get some real fast and furious fun there's some real fast and furious moments in in that last scene 
Rebel was all about racing cars. Right. <laughs> his the first the first movie, fucking. Is, uh, is, uh, we're gonna go into the desert and race cars. We're gonna race cars every night before the desert. Race we're gonna wars. we're gonna race more cars, and then we're gonna steal some shit. Race wars. And yes, race some more stealing. cars. Right. That's what we're gonna do. And now it's like family in space. Family. Like yo, everybody's dead. Yeah, they start. They they it was that fifth one. That's where they really introduced that family shit and kind of just like <laughs> it, it, they just like dead. forced it in there. I mean, Vin Diesel said it like every every like. That's another reason I can't. I don't really like the fifth one that much because Vin Diesel says family like every family. goddamn line. He was really proud of his family. <laughs> we're not just a crew. We're a family. Oh my god, they do. They did. They brought this shit back from the first one. Remember when they did this? In the very, very first one, they were trying to get away. They brought all the cops to the fucking... That was the second one. That was too fast. Yeah. They did the same exact shit. They pull in and fucking... These are self-driving cars, though. self-driving cars. It's a different thing. Hey, 20 years. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. uh, (laughs) They just had to get, what, 100 people to drive really fancy cars in the first one. Now they're like, ah, they're self-driving. They don't have to be fancy. They could just be shitboxes. They definitely just CGI drivers out of the fucking cars. Yeah, that was right. Just a regular ass test. That's cool shop. That's a cool shot. Brody just jumped out the car like it was no problem. Like he wouldn't just die. <laughs> yeah. And like he hit the ground badly too. He like they're going up. like 80, 90 miles an hour. He just jumped out the car. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, no. You hit a broke. <laughs> you just went explode. Oh, man. They didn't see that coming. You guys don't got headphones on or nothing? Like walkie talkies <laughs> or something? Cops just cruising. Through intersections, like, he's not getting smashed up. On a bike, mind you. He got hit T-bone on a bike. Fast and Furious doesn't kill many people, though. Yeah, no, this is just what the podcast has become. It's us talking about a movie that no one gets to see. They want to injure, knock out, maybe main, but they don't want to, (laughs) like, actually murder anybody unless it's a good guy. Okay, that was cool. The fucking the Dodge crashing through the window. I like that. That's a fucking Hemi. You see at, how big that emblem is? Oh, my God. At this point, it's just everybody's dead. <laughs> Everybody should be dead. I've seen too many car accidents. This is wild. Yeah, shit. Even the Marvel movies are like, hey, that's a high body count. <laughs> he is firing a heavily armed gun at, this, at these guards. That's a lot of bullets. That's a lot of bullets. I'm getting flashbacks to Captain America uh, Winter Soldier here. Where has this gun been in every single movie? Like, <laughs> they should just buy that gun. That shit takes everybody out. They're not even out there? What is going on? Why is Dwayne Johnson... This is so much harder Why? to watch a movie like this. Dwayne Johnson is always fucking glistening in this movie. <laughs> he was like, I'm about to go on scene. Please oil me up. I can't reach that part of my arm. <laughs> Yo, in a time to kill, Matthew McConaughey is always—he's always covered in sweat in that fucking movie. Like, I get that it's supposed he's to take place right. in the south. All right, but yeah, I just get that that movie's supposed to take place in the south. But he's always covered in sweat. Like, he's—it looks like they just assaulted him with a spray bottle before every take. Blow it, baby. <laughs> Yo, they do that a lot with southern movies. Like they did that for fucking uh, was it Santa Bullock? Uh, what's it called? That football movie. Uh, um, 
the blind side. Yeah, the blind side. She was in white in every fucking shot, and she was fucking bronze and tan and shit like mm-hmm. that. They try and do that. Just, just glowing, just glistening. Emphasize with the moisture. Sun. They try and do that sometimes in Cali movies too. Ooh, ooh, ooh! They did that in a, in, the, in another Fast and Furious movie too. They threw cars out. Which one was that? I don't remember. I Tokyo. No. There was one where they dumped cars out like this. I don't remember that. This is the only. This is the only. Wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, okay, that part's pretty cool. Wow, they're just like the whole concept of self-driving cars is like pretty. Like I don't know, it just seems kind of boring. But what they do with it is actually all right. Like I like those the way they film that stuff. The funny thing is, it was like the best part of the movie. You know what? It didn't have any of the main character actors nah, in it. Not one. The fucking cars acted better than any of the main uh, characters. Not one main character. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They were just sitting at home. Oh man. <laughs> I just like that's the little, that's the perfect like visual like representation of this series. The best scene of the movie is when there aren't any like main character actors in the in the scene. That this guy's pulling up with a shield and what looks to be a saw gun, and he is gonna chop this guy in half. I'm almost positive about it. No, 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 that doesn't happen. Oh, that's None just terrible. They See just, what I mean? He just cuts the thing open and then st- steals a briefcase or something. See what I mean? They just don't want to take it there. Fucking um, Marvel should have taken it there, but they got bought by Disney. They should have went real hardcore Deadpool R-rated movie. So there was a real gritty uh, com- uh, like comic book movie that came out a couple years ago called Dread. came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. That's Carl Urban in it. Um, you should check it out when you have a chance. D R E D D, 2012. Mm-hmm. It fucking kicks ass from mm-hmm. beginning to end. It's a real tight, like a uh, diehard type movie, where the main characters get stuck in this situation, and they're like trapped there, and they just basically have to like survive until help comes. It, uh-huh. It's it's great. Like 90 minutes of just kick ass, bloody, gritty gory action okay. like the, it does not shy away from it from the fucking like the dread comic books are violent yeah and um i'm not like i'm not a dread fan or anything i'm not like one of those people who demands accuracy but if you like gritty violence like i like like joyful like gleeful violence this movie is fucking, yeah i do it's awesome i believe that all good movies have someone die within the first 10 minutes I think Quentin Tarantino would agree with you too. I'm just saying, like, most of the good movies have somebody die or is dying or is sick or gets sick. There's a, you have to have a tragedy at some point in the movie. Mm. Every movie, because there's no way for the hero to become the hero without a tragedy, whether that be a tragedy in their childhood or a tragedy in their adulthood or a tragedy that they are going to overcome when they get up to a certain height and they have to fall down and then learn the lesson and then they win you know what mm. i mean that's the structure for everything joseph campbell hero with a thousand faces i tried reading that book i only read half of it and had to give up because i'm just not smart enough well when you have to have a book next to you to read the book you want to read <laughs> it might be a badly written yeah, book it, might, it, it just might not be for you you know what i mean <laughs> made for you yeah no it's it's a book i mean joseph campbell like wrote about writing and storytelling and stuff like that and that's what the book is about it's about like the story circle and how all that shit works 
but um, halfway through the book, it yeah. just becomes so incomprehensible. Like it's just. It's, I could not write a. I could not read a book about writing. I like writing, and that's why I tried to. I do know it. that might have. That might. I, I wouldn't root- fault you for not wanting to read about how somebody is teaching somebody how to write. That's to be, hard to read. To be honest, that might have broke my brain. That might be why I have such a hard time writing these days. Right. I'm trying to like fucking come up with stuff. It's hard, bro. Like it's hard to like try and understand somebody through a book anyway. Like as like no matter what you're trying to learn, but like to learn to to read about write about how someone is writing that uh, it'd be hard for me to get through it. It really um, would. Yeah, yeah, no, it it was hard to get through, and that's why I stopped. That's why I stopped reading it and started reading like some fiction or something, just something that I could like. That's enjoy. like a scan book. Like you go through the index and like pick out the parts you want to read mm-hmm. you know yeah well i mean like i said it was easy to understand up until a point and then at one point i just realized i had no fucking clue what was going on just drifting on reading yep i'm just, like all right i can I'm, get through it but i'm reading pages and i'm like uh-huh 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 what the fuck just happened <laughs> yeah books teach me that um i have adhd mm. i can get into a book but like if I don't finish it within like the first month of having it, I'm probably just gonna stay in that last like last. I'll, I'll finish like seventy five percent of the book and then mm. I'll be done. There are a couple of graphic novels that I fuck. I would like to fuck with like a good graphic novel every now and again. I read the uh, Nancy Dogman. Dogman. <laughs> I've never seen that one. No, it's right. <laughs> it's one. one for kids. Okay. My my kid <laughs> loves dogs. <laughs> it's just the only graphic novel I know. So I say dog. Um, the, it's good. The Nancy Drew Hardy Boys crossover was actually pretty cool. They modernized it. And uh, made the they made the characters like a little older. I think they were like in college or some shit like that. Makes more sense. But uh, yeah, high school is a solid no crabs. Yeah, like real modern style. Like I'm pretty sure there was like some use of technology and stuff. And uh, it was it was really interesting. And then I had this other one, this other graphic novel, um, saga, complete compendium. Like we're talking like a thousand pages worth of like of drawing and illustration. It's a fucking thick book. It's. <laughs> Right over there. I'll have to pull it. Out. I'll have to show you at some point. They did this in Fast and Furious too, but they did it with safes instead of cars. Yeah, right. Yeah, this was in a Fast Five. Yeah. yeah, that scene was fucking awesome. So they basically just put all of the Fast and Furious end scenes in one end scene into one like final scene. That might, yeah, that might be, like, the reason why I was, like, when I was originally watching this, this might be the reason why I was, like, having a hard time with the action scenes, because there is something about it that just kind of, like, my brain, like, glosses over as I'm watching it. I'm like, I should be enjoying this. Why? I'm not. Why should you be enjoying this? Yeah, the cars are nice. It doesn't feel like a Fast and Furious, it doesn't feel like a scene from a Fast and Furious movie. This feels like it's from another movie. I don't know any of What was dope about the first Fast and Furious is that they were trying to be fast. (laughs) Right? They're not trying to be fast anymore. They're just like, yeah, well, we just gotta get out of this gotta We gotta drive cars. That's the only way we can get things done is by driving cars. Right. (laughs) They're driving regular stock cars in Fast and Furious. That's crazy. Like why? I remember they had like the crazy souped up shits. Nobody uses Nas anymore. Ooh, the wheels are on fire. Right. Cool, bro. Like fucking. Oh, there some- it is. There's the Nas. As I said it. Give me some engaging action. They've already done this before. <laughs> They've done this scene before. <laughs> now I know the physics of Fast and Furious movies. It's not. It's like whatever you're gonna criticize a Fast and Furious. He's movie. driving a Bentley. Come on now. 
Yeah. He's driving a, a Bentley. I know it seems ridiculous to, like, criticize the physics of a Fast and Furious movie, but this scene makes no fucking sense. They're all pulling him at the same put place. He just punches yep. the door. He yep. just punched the door yep. off the car. Yep. He looks yep. over real mad to charge up his super punch. Right. <laughs> then he flips both of their cars with his car. His axle comes off of his car. Eat this door. <laughs> Vin Diesel punched a door off of a car from the inside with his left hand like 30 feet. With a giant harpoon in the middle of it. Just punched it. Shoulder checked it even. Didn't wasn't even really a punch. More like a stiff arm. Yeah, it just kinda like leans. Yeah, uh. like uh like a get off get off of me type of shit. And it was gone. They thought this was gonna they thought this was gonna be a street fight. Uh oh. He shot him. He shot him dead. This that's one of my favorite lines from the seventh one. It was fucking uh Rock can't thing, run. The thing about a street fight. The street always wins. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're standing on the fucking roof of a parking garage. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wild, bro. He's going to shoot Letty? I wish you would. No, he won't. I wish you would. I Vin Diesel's just good enough would. of an actor that when he looks at Michelle Rodriguez, I do kind of believe she he feels something for her. Hey, do you... I mean, all I can see is Chronicles of Riddick whenever yeah, I look yeah, at Vin Diesel. Yeah, never mind. He, that, that's He's a just terrible. Place. He looks like a dog. You know what? She Vin looks Diesel like a used to be a good actor. I don't know what the fuck happened to him along the way, but like Pitch Black, great fucking movie. He had a small scene in Saving Private Ryan. Very good in that. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else he did. Yeah, he did uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I like Groot. Groot. Even though Groot only ever said the, three words. The easiest role anybody has ever played. Even though Groot only ever says three words, he does it with a lot of different intonation and inflection. Does not. It no, he does. He doesn't. I am Groot. You. I am Groot. Yeah, but he. You. You just said it two different ways, though. I am Groot. He never goes Groot or I am Groot. He never does any of that. I am Groot for everything, and then they just translate. He might have one or two different lines. He didn't have... It was all CGI, so he didn't even have to act with, like, a green suit on or anything. Mm. He just did the voiceovers, and they cut him a check. Yeah. And he happened to be in, what, Endgame and Infinity War, which were, like, the highest-selling uh, movies at the time. Like, yeah, easiest check ever. Fair enough. I still very much enjoy Groot in those movies. Um, I'm pay- I might just I might just be putting something in there myself. I might be seeing something into it. Everybody likes Groot, but you're gonna say that Groot. I mean, you can't. Groot's not up for an award. No, no, he's not. And <laughs> he's not, he doesn't have to. I'm not saying it's like the greatest acting ever. I'm just saying like Groot is a little bit more complex than people give him credit for. Is my argument. The character, yes. Vin Diesel playing the character, no. I did like Vin Diesel and the Iron Giant. That was very good. All right. That was that was a tear. That was a tear. But like I said, that comes from that comes from the era when I feel like Vin Diesel but is was. It, is he was it still Vin Diesel. Like, have you seen a Man Apart? No, I haven't. That's a good movie. He, he, he gave up. On, he gave up on acting at some point. That's the problem. At some point, he gave up trying to act. This shit. The very first one, maybe. The, no, no, no. Like, four in, five in. Yeah. 
Because it, it was just like, all right, well, Paul's here. I'm here. Like, we're going to make this money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't I, matter what we do. I, I, I don't think his acting in the first one is that great, but I do feel like he's trying to embody a character in that movie. It, yeah, somewhere around that early 2000s era when he be, when he became like the icon of like the move the action movie icon of the X Games era, yeah. he stopped trying to act. Right. His fucking Triple X. And now is such he's a bad small. Movie. And now he's small. Like he used to be like, cock yeah. Diesel, bro. Like could had no neck, and now <laughs> he's like you know trimmed down. Like there's no more roids in him, and he's getting older. <laughs> he's like they're like, yo, Vin, you got another movie? Fuck. Yeah, I gotta start hitting. I him. wanted to be here with my family. <laughs> now I gotta go be with my other family. Fuck. This is this is so stupid. How they kill this character off is so disrespectful. Fucking like, I don't know. That character just did not deserve that. Who, Ben? No, this this one. Oh. She just, they just they kill her, and it's the longest, most drawn out death scene ever. Like they could have just done it, please. Instead, they got I got to sit through Vin Diesel like yelling and trying to act, and this this baby's trying to emotionally manipulate me. Put some fucking muffs over the baby's ear, you fucking monster! She just fired a gun in a small room with the baby and doesn't even protect the baby's ears. Right. That's why Charlize Theron needs to die <laughs> in this movie. Her character needs to die in this movie. <laughs> Listen, all the other stuff she did, evil. Not protecting a baby's ears from a gunshot, you need to die, woman. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's I'm it. That's it. The straw that broke the camel's back. Myself. <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's back. All right, that's an hour. Uh, Piff, feel yes. free to plug. Feel free to plug yourself. Tell tell the people where you be at. Tell them what you're Fuck, doing. Fuck, man, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> I'm living life. I I call it vacation right now, even though I still go to work because you know you never have a vacation from work. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm living life real good. Uh, go check out Thirty Thousand Feet Up, Stogie Bear EP, and uh, yeah, we'll get back to that other music shit later. Um. I might have a uh, opportunity to try and do a live version of the podcast soon. If I can figure that out, okay. I want to do that. So you're you're definitely gonna be part of that. Yeah, uh, I'm done. Co-host or something. You know? Yeah, I'm maybe done. Maybe you could be the maybe you could be the Hannibal to my Eric on. Yeah, I'm down, <laughs> man. Whack. Whack. <laughs> this isn't funny. These aren't jokes. Whack. <laughs> Look. Fucking look at me! I'm Jesse Piff. I'm so high. Oh, I got I got one question for you. If you were if you had a superpower to be invisible, could you see your eyelids? (laughs) (laughs) You can't answer that. I don't care who you are. This kid asked me at at work, and I was just like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. Bye. (laughs) 